doing for Yemei Chabad for Gimel Kislev. This is in the year Tafresh Peites. That was the the Tnoim. The Tnoim, you know, that means when people decide to make an engagement. The formal engagement is called a Tnoim. People would actually write a document. Today it's not so popular to do it ahead of time. Today, most of the time, we do it right at the time. Uh, we write the Tanoim at the time of the day of the wedding. That's the, the way it's done today. No, that's besides the ketubah, that's for the marriage. But we're talking about uh, agreement to get married. It's an official engagement. So you write a document and the obligations of the two parties and the parents of the both parties to provide for the needs of the marriage and uh, for the for that they'll see to it and you know just general agreement to get married, etc. Today it's mostly done at the day of the wedding, you know, done. But in the olden times it was done earlier uh, by the Rebbe. The Rebbe, the Rebbe got married on the 14th day of Kislev. But the uh, Tanoim, um, those uh, document was written on the third day of Kislev. They used to make a, a ceremony, a party, a, a celebration in honor with the Tanoim. And uh, that was the Rebbe's uh, Tanoim with the Rebetzin, uh, Chaya Mushka, the middle daughter of the previous uh, Lubavitch Rebbe, Rebbe Yitzchak. That's the day which the Rebbe became engaged officially. Uh, the Rebbe was actually engaged before, uh, when they left. This was in, it took place in Riga, in, 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 in Latvia. The Rebbe uh, uh, actually was engaged, uh, sort of the agreement, the understanding was, even back while in, 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 in Russia, in Leningrad, in, uh, the Rebbe was, became uh, very close and it was understood that he was going to marry her, but the official Tanoim took place on the 30th of Kislev. Uh, as I mentioned uh, before, earlier, that when the previous Rebbe was going out and he had to provide a list of all the uh, relatives who he wants to go along with him, so when it came to the Rebbe, he said the Rebbe is going along with him. He said, who, what was his title? What's the Rebbe's relationship? He is the future son-in-law. He wrote in the Rebbe. So the government, they said over there, why do you need to take along a son-in-law from Russia? Why don't you, you'll find a son-in-law over there. You'll find somebody else outside of Russia. The Rebbe said, a son-in-law like this, I'm not going to find anywhere. <laughs> so he said that. So the Rebbe went along with him. So this was in Tafresh Peites. Um, um, in... Uh, there's a letter that were, uh, brings down over here in which the Rebbe's father, Rebbe Lev Yitzchok, uh, uh, he, he was back in Russia. And unfortunately, he couldn't travel because the government wouldn't allow people to travel. And it was, uh, you know, it was like a big prison over there in Russia. You know, you were limited to uh, movement, you know, within, within it. And the uh, Rebbe's father uh, writes up, the, the Rebbeson writes, you know, about what took place uh, that particular day when the Rebbe got married on the 14th of Kislev. But the, uh, this is a letter that the Rebbe's father, Rebbe Levi Yitzchuk, wrote to the Rebbe uh, in uh, connection with his engagement to the, uh, to the Rebbetzin, to Rebbe's Chaim Mushke, and he writes to him, uh, my, li- my loving dear son, the Chosen, uh, Rebbe Nachamendel Shiyachia, and he wishes him Mazel Tov, uh, together with the uh, with his kala with the Chaim Mushka uh, for the, on the occasion of their engagement of the Tanoim uh, for Mazel Tov, and he he blesses them with uh, all kinds of blessings that it should be in a good and auspicious time, it should be much success, much 
much luck in both spiritually and physically and this uh, tying of the Tanoim, those are the real, the first sort of uh, binding uh, the two people together should be a eternal bound and Hashem should give this, uh, say that this, uh, quoting various verses, that this should be a good a good connection and the, the connection basically is when we connect in a way of Torah because it says that we connect to Hashem and blesses them that in the merit of our holy fathers or the Rebbes of the um, of all the generations that the um, wedding should take place in a in a good and an auspicious successful type of Mazel Tov, eternal home, a voice of happiness and joy and the, the kolchos and all the different blessings and he says your parents should have a lot of delight, a lot of naches and uh, uh, with a generation to follow and all the Greek. blessed the kids and with the writings of the Rebbe this is a Rebbe the Rebbe's um, father's uh, emotional uh, comes out a lot in the letters that were saved by the by the Rebbe, and then later on they were published. Uh, uh, there's, you know, uh, lots of discussions that the, uh, the Rebbe's father had with the Rebbe in the Kabbalah, which even people that go through yeshiva, spend many years learning, have no clue, you know, understanding. I mean, deep and Kabbalah, and it's brilliant, and it, it's just very, very, uh, you know, you have to take with a magnifying glass, read every word, understand, articulate, look up. I mean, they go through all the Talmud, all the Kabbalah, all the Medrash, everything, like in lines. Just like the Rebbe and his father. The Rebbe and his father. And, um, but you see the Rebbe's uh, father's prayers and and blessings for the Rebbe, you know, for children, for other things. You know, the Rebbe didn't marry to have any physical children. And his, his, his letters are full with those uh, words. I mean, the the um, the Rebbe's father and mother were in a lot of pain not being able to participate in his wedding. And his father, unfortunately, passed away. I mean, the Rebbe said, got oh, out, the Rebbe passed away wedding. over there. No, he, uh, he was in exile, actually. He passed away over there while he was there in... Uh, in Almaty, in Almata, because the um, his also his health gave in. You know, he wasn't that old, but the, his health gave in. He had a lot of tourists, You know, he also had uh, was the he had disease. Father, a rabbit? Was no. he there, had anything to do with Chabad? Chabad too. He was a Chassid, but he was not not. But he was a direct descendant, as we spoke right. from the Tzemach Tzedek. Right. The oldest son of the Tzemach Tzedek, Rabbi Sholem, was the great was his great Father's grandfather. Rabbi. Yeah. And the Rebbe was, uh, his grandfather's grandfather was in a Baruch Shalom. But why didn't the Rebbe's father become a Rebbe? No, he wasn't directly, he was from another son, because the Baruch Shalom did not, he remained, he did not want to accept leadership, he did not become a Rebbe. Right. Uh, the, the Rebbe became the Rebbe Maharash, that was the youngest of the sons of the, of the Tzemach Tzedek, who became the Rebbe. I mean, that's the way the Abishta wanted it, you know, that's the way Hashem wanted it, and that's the way it went meant to be. I mean, who are we to ask, uh, you know, to understand these things? But it's, uh, the Rebbe, you know, of course, uh, as a um, as a Rebbe of Chabad, you know, his, his, his direct lineage goes with the Rabbeim, but the Rebbe has an, this awesome uh, respect and regard and... Uh, of, of the teaching of his father, is not being a Chabad Rebbe, uh, his father, but uh, the Rebbe would um, sit by by the by the Fabrengen and take a piece of 
his father's interpretation on the Tanya, his father's interpretation on the Zohar, his father's interpretation on the Talmud. The Rebbe would take a piece of the different works of his father and articulate it and bring it out. The Rebbe would, you know, you know, explain it to the simple folks, <laughs> sort of, uh, to us, take and apply it. And he'd ask, he would just take it apart. And the Rebbe, uh, you know, of course, had the greatest respect. Sometimes, um, you know, there was like a, a conflict between, let's say, you know, how something tradition was done at his house, um, in the Rebbe's house, his father did, and the tradition of Chabad. Of course, the Rebbe usually goes by the tradition of Chabad, but there's like certain things uh, sometimes in which the Rebbe uh, would... Uh, would do in a in a way like what she learned from home. I mean, there's a, a, a subject for another uh, for another time. You know, there's people that research this and know these things a lot better than I do. I mean, I'm just uh, uh, learning a little bit. Okay.